So January is over, which I'm still kind of processing. On the bright side, I can tell that I'm not the only one because I literally see memes everywhere, which I completely relate to. The main one being that January basically feels like an entire year in itself and it's over. <laughs> so it's February and I just kind of want to check in on how you're doing because January can feel great. I don't know about you, but I feel like I have all the time in the world. Like I literally feel like every single year, January seems never ending and you just can get absolutely everything done. But then January eventually does end. February starts and at least for me, the pace starts to pick up. The volume gets a little louder. Everything just gets busier. So that's what I want to talk about today. How to quiet the noise, which is kind of ironic because you'll probably hear literally my dog chewing his bones. So if it gets a little loud, I apologize. I will try to edit this so it's not as distracting, but I just thought it was quite appropriate for the title. So today we're going to talk about how to quiet the noise as everything gets busier, faster, and just plain louder. And what I mean by that is not only noise wise, but also visually. So if you at all can relate as we are going into February and just the rest of 2024, how you want to be intentional in slowing down time, which we can't really do, but more intentional with how we spend it, where we give our time and attention to, this episode is definitely for you. So I hope February is going well for you, but whether it is, whether it's not, you're going to be able to get tips from this episode. So let's go ahead and dive in. Are you too busy to prep healthy meals? Do you feel self-conscious about your body and your clothes not fitting right, but you don't have time to work out? Does your life feel unorganized and messy? Do you wish you had routines and habits that made health simple, even with your busy schedule? I know, I've been there. Hi, I'm Shannon Marquita, and no one ever really taught me how to eat healthy. I didn't know anything about nutrition, so I found myself eating whatever was easy, which definitely impacted my energy, weight, and focus. That's why I created this podcast, to show you that through healthy habits and time management, you can know you're doing health right. So stop scrolling social, clicking the ads, and buying all the things. Let's grab our Americano and pop in our AirPods. It's time to solve the real problem together. Welcome home. A fresh start awaits. How to quiet the noise. What does that even mean? If you're like me, things can very quickly get full on your calendar, get busy with things in front of you that demand your attention, and just honestly get loud. People that are trying to get a hold of you, people that are trying to get you to be part of sometimes the drama in their life. And sometimes it can be interesting, and I'm not saying that there's not a time and place for that. I know me and my best friends, we talk about just about everything. So I know that I am not saying to shut everybody out and get rid of everything at all. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is how to be intentional with where you are giving your time and attention and when you start to notice that it's getting loud, how to quiet it. So for example, for me as January is wrapping up and we're getting into February. The pace is picking up. It's picking up in my personal life. I'm noticing it on my calendar. It's definitely picking up at work as there are a lot of events and just deadlines. And I'm just noticing that 
in my free time, I'm feeling very tired. And that is a big indicator to me that things are just, they're getting too much too quickly. And so that really wanted me to share with you as we're still in the beginning of this new year, how to intentionally quiet the noise because that is very much where I am at. I literally spent this entire past weekend in my house. I got home Friday evening and I didn't leave until this morning because that's just how busy and full things had gotten that I knew I needed to regroup. I could start to feel myself coming down with a cold and just not feeling 100%. I was feeling really tired and run down. And for me, if I don't nip it in the bud right away, it starts to spiral very quickly and I just, I know that I didn't want that for myself and I definitely don't want that for you. So what I have found that works for me, and this whole list might not be for you personally, I just challenge you to pull out maybe two to three things and then also just pay attention over the next few weeks of some areas that might be triggers for you for stress and how you can intentionally pull back and regain control. So for me, when things get loud, that tends to mean not just audibly, but also pace-wise and visually. So for example, I have noticed quite often, if you have an iPhone, it'll tell you how many times you pick up your phone in, in a day. I've been on my phone way more than usual, and I very much do not like it. So as soon as I see that stat every week, it's like I, I pause and I think, okay, this is not where I wanna be. What has been happening? How can I change this? And I am very intentional. Every time I pick up my phone, what's the purpose? What am I doing? Is this just because I have some free time? Is this because I actually need to be doing something? And sometimes I'll put it back down and I'll call myself out. Most times I do need to do something because this is a busy season, but it at least is causing me to pause and ask the question, what am I doing right now? and not just acting out of habit or boredom. So that is something that I challenge you. Don't just be on your phone to fill a void. Social media is an incredible time killer. And in between meetings, in between calls, in between you know, maybe driving from one place to another, if I get there early or I'm waiting on somebody, I've caught myself on social media and it's so fun and easy and just a nice unplug, but it is not good for our brains or our self-esteem just to be on there all the time um, because it's like an instant gratification that you start to want and crave more and more. So what I started doing is on the weekends, I completely delete social media off my phone. And that has just helped me that when I go to pick up my phone, I think, what am I doing right now? Oh, I was about to get on social media. Huh, I deleted those apps. Okay, this is an unintentional habit that I need to go ahead and break. So that has helped me because it's without it being on my phone, I really need to call myself out for that's what I was reaching to do and I didn't even realize it because scrolling is an incredible time waster, right? We are looking at one thing, we're reading one other thing and the next thing you know, oh, 30 minutes has gone by. Now, when I do have social media on my phone, something else that has helped me, which if you've done this, great. If you haven't, Go get your phone right now and do it ASAP. But you can set a timer on social media. So now I don't even worry when I'm on it because I get called out. So when I start scrolling and very quickly it becomes longer than I intended without me even noticing, it pops up, hey, you want to take a break? (laughs) 
And I'm like, oh, oh, I guess I do. Thanks for reminding me. So you can do it for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever works for you. I'm not going to be here to tell you there is no right answer. It's all individualized, but I will tell you that you should put that in place sooner than later. I also have quiet mode set up. So if I am on my phone late at night for social media, it'll say, is it time to wind down? Is it time to go ahead and close this? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I should be getting ready for bed. I should probably already be asleep, honestly, but it happens to the best of us. I by no means ever want you to think that I'm perfect and I have all this together. No, there are steps to put in place as healthy boundaries to set yourself up for protection and to make sure that you don't get sucked into these time-wasting traps and things that also just drain you. Like scrolling social media might seem like no big deal, but you are giving it your attention and concentration and focus. So it honestly is draining. Have you ever closed social media and just been like, oh, kind of tired and exhausted. I think I'm just going to sit here for a little bit. Yeah, it's just because you gave all your energy to whatever you were scrolling and looking at online instead of, you know, the chores you wanted to do around the house or taking your dog for a walk or hanging out with your family or whatever it was. I'm not, you know, there's t tons of examples. The example isn't important. The important part is that you were giving your energy and time and focus to an inanimate object of social media and that stole from you time and energy and focus that you wanted to spend somewhere else that you said was important. So set yourself up for success, put those boundaries in place. I'm not going to say sooner than later. I'm going to say right now, like literally, if you have to pause this episode, do it right now. You will not regret it. And at first, when it comes up, you're going to be like, oh, I didn't even realize I was scrolling for that long. Or, oh, I didn't even realize it was past my bedtime. Like, it's amazing how quickly time can pass. I'm so grateful for those reminders that have been set up. The next thing I want to focus on is don't try to focus on everything, right? Like at least for me, I am constantly attempting to multitask and there's a time and place for multitasking. Don't get me wrong, but we can't do it all and we can't do it all at the same time. So you need to pick what you're focusing on because otherwise you constantly are feeling drained and you're constantly feeling like you're missing something. So what do you need to be doing right now? And then do it. Sometimes it might be a few things, but you can't do everything. So get done what you can, check it off, and then move on. When we try and do it all, all the time, we constantly are feeling overwhelmed because we know deep down, even though we constantly try and prove it wrong, we cannot do everything, especially all at the same time. So pick what you're going to work on, pick what you're going to do, focus on it, get it done, and then move on. Another thing I want to say, and I struggle with this, I mean, I'm not going to lie, big time, is you have to kill FOMO. Now, if you've never heard of FOMO, it's F-O-M-O. -O. It stands for fear of missing out. I've always struggled with this, and I have no idea why, because I just, I don't, I can't pinpoint where it came from, but I'm the person where I want to be added to every social media group online. <laughs> I silence the notifications. There are groups I have never been in since I joined them, but it's just something about having access to them. Like, you know what? I might need to go in there one day. I might need to refer to this document I saw 10 years ago that someone posted and said was so helpful. No, get out of the group. Like, it's honestly too much noise when I open social media sometimes and it's like groups you're a part of and I'm like, Ugh, I don't even remember why I joined that group or who added me. And the same thing goes for so many other examples, but I would just say 
get rid of fear of missing out. You're not missing out. You can never be everywhere all the time. You're never going to be able to do everything. Like, just get rid of it. You can't attend all the events. You can't be part of all the groups. You can't be friends with everybody. Like, pick where you want to be. Pick what you want to be a part of. And then be there. That's it. It sounds so simple. But trust me, I'm constantly reminding myself because I'll see those groups. I'll see those events. I'm like, oh, I got to go. No, no, you don't. You don't need to go to everything. And it's not going to serve you. Then it's okay to miss that get together. It's okay to miss that cup of coffee. It's okay to not be a part of that group. Like it's fine. (laughs) So just bless and release the FOMO. You're not actually missing out. So go ahead and get rid of that fear. The other thing is in your life, you're going to have to actually identify what is causing volume. And so what I mean by that is like, what starts to get loud in your life? What causes you stress? What causes you anxiety? Is it if you feel like your to-do list is getting too long? Is it feel like you might be letting somebody down? Is it feel like you should be somewhere or doing something and you're not? And so sometimes it could be falling short. Sometimes it could be not being the great friend or significant other or sibling or anything that you expect yourself to be. So there's a few things in there that I want to point out. Those are self-inflicted feelings nine times out of 10. We put expectations on ourselves of how we should be, how we should behave, and that was not voiced by anybody. So we are letting ourselves down from these expectations that we assume that other people have, but really they're put on ourselves. And so we start to spiral to stress and anxiety and failure and all the things and that's a really heavy load to carry. That on top of our never-ending to-do list and fear of missing out and all the things, it gets really loud really quickly. And so you have to figure out what are those triggers for you and then how do you control the volume? How do you turn the volume down and quiet the noise? So I'll tell you some things that I do. And if some of these work for you, great. If you have no idea what will work for you, try them out and maybe they'll work. Maybe you'll find some other answers for yourself. For me, I step away. I don't know if you've ever heard the term introverted extrovert. (laughs) I enjoy people. Like I love getting to know people and talking and getting to know what their story is and just like all about them. I love it. But that doesn't recharge me. My younger sister, that recharges her and it blows my mind. Like being around people just gives her so much energy. And for me, it uses my energy. So after different events or get togethers or anything of that nature, I have to take some time to recharge. And that's usually by myself with my dog. So we'll usually stay in the house. I'll get some stuff done around the house that I've been meaning to. I might have neglected maybe dishes or laundry or, you know, just taking that much needed nap, whatever it is. For me, stepping away is a really big one. I might sit outside and put on some music and have a fire pit, depending on what season it is, or just taking my dog for a walk. We're both getting some activity and some fresh air. Like stepping away can look different for everybody, but that for me is a huge way to turn down the volume, recharge, and just really like recenter for what it is I want to be focusing on and not what everybody else is telling me is so important and all my energy being, I mean, in a little bit of a way, kind of sucked out of me. Another thing is don't be afraid to unfollow. 
I very regularly will go through my social media and just figure out what accounts have I followed that just aren't serving me. And it might just be I'm following, I mean, recently a ton that I unfollowed were a lot of funny accounts. Like they post very funny memes and I enjoy reading them, but I don't need to be following all of them. And so it might be a influencer who is inspirational to you, but maybe without even noticing, they started to cause a little bit of a comparison game. And that might unintentionally have triggered you in other ways to feel less than. So whatever the reason, don't be afraid to hit that unfollow button, whether it's for a season or long term, if they're not serving you and if they're draining you and it's causing a lot of unhealthy noise for you, unfollow. Bless and release and move on. It might have nothing to do with them. They could be putting out so much good content and messages, but if for any reason it's causing negativity in your life, unfollow. Another thing I want to say is you need to find ways to de-stress and just ways in your free time to recharge. This looks different for everyone. It can be some examples I've already given, like maybe going for a walk with your dog or going outside to play with your kids or you know, just a nice dinner with your spouse. It could be a hot bath at night. It could be literally anything. Maybe have some quiet time reading a book. Could be hanging out with one of your best friends just to catch up. Like there's no right or wrong answer, but part of things getting so loud and causing stress is we need to know how to de-stress and to recharge. And that is no right or wrong answer, but you need to be able to do it because in those seasons where things get just too much, if we don't know how to release it, it's going to end up not good. I know for me in the past, when that has happened, I have literally, I can remember the very first time it happened. I was in late elementary school. I really feel like it was fifth grade. And this isn't a knock to my parents, but I remember telling them, I just got sick. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I just got sick. And they're like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I feel okay. And after I got sick, I was fine. And that has happened ever since then when I start to get too stressed. I can literally tell the signs a lot better now as I've gotten older and it's happened unfortunately more often than I'd like over my lifetime, but my body just can't contain the stress anymore. So I just physically get sick because I have no other way to release it. And once I get sick, then my body is like, okay, we've got a little bit of free room now to regroup. Let's get a hold of this. And to me, that's like, oh, you know, I did see the signs I should have, you know, probably a few days ago or a few steps back, really paused and gotten a hold of this, but I didn't. I kept pressing on. I ignored the signs. The stress continued to build until I just couldn't contain it anymore. And I don't want that for you. So these intentional choices for how to recharge and how to de-stress, they're so important, not only for our sanity, but honestly, honestly, for our physical health. And I think that also leads to the next one in that you have to give yourself permission to not let everything in. What do I mean by that? I mean, it's okay to block out the noise. Like some noise has to get in because it's part of life and it's part of different demands in our life and maybe even relationships or whatever the things, but you don't have to let everything in. Not everybody needs access to you. You don't need to know about or be a part of everybody's drama. So it's okay if people try to draw you in, you to say, oh, you know, I'm really, 
I'm really hoping for the best for you, but I actually have to go. Or that doesn't sound like a healthy conversation, and so I really don't want to be a part of that. I'm sorry. I hope it works out. Whatever you need to say to release yourself, but you don't need to be a part of everything. So figure out how to create healthy boundaries in order to not let all of the craziness and stress and extras into your life. Like creating those boundaries is so important and you don't have to ask for people's permission. Like you don't have to say, hey, is it okay if I don't actually jump in on this drama scene? No, just excuse yourself, walk away, whatever it is, leave the group chat. Like this is your life. This is your health and your sanity. So bless and release accordingly. And that includes, honestly, visual stress as well. There is a lot of visual noise in regards to advertisements. Like if you still have cable, I don't know why. Like if you still have cable, I just want to pause right now and say like, why? Save the money and cancel it because all that's happening is you're paying to be sold to and just stop. Like all of those ads are unhealthy and whatever you want to watch, you can stream and it's going to be far less money, but ads, whether it's a billboard, whether it's commercials, whatever it is, that is a form of noise that causes stress and distraction. Get rid of it. Listen to podcasts like you're doing right now. Perfect. Listen to audiobooks. Get signed up for masterclass. Like whatever it is, use your time wisely. Listen to ad-free music if that's part of how you de-stress and unplug, which is a huge one for me. I have playlists that I just am like, let's go. And all of that is ad-free though. Like it's worth it. Those ads, no, don't do it. Just let them go. And then lastly, you need to stop having things play on repeat. I have so many episodes on this topic But a big thing that people don't realize is part of our never-ending to-do list, just cycling in our brains causes so much stress because part of it cycling in our brains is that we're we're afraid we're going to forget something. And that's really scary. And so we think about it and we think about it and we think about it. And it's the same items over and over and over. But a brain is like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we still haven't done it. Oh my gosh, you haven't done this yet? It's still on your to-do list. And how much stress does that cause? So it needs a place to live, whether it's a written to-do list, which I don't recommend that because those get lost very easily, or it's an app, or it's your notes app that's completely free and on your phone. Write it down. You haven't accomplished anything, but the moment you write it down, it's crazy the amount of relief that you experience and how the noise in your head that was on repeat instantly quiets because you're not going to forget it. It's on your list. Don't worry. That's one less thing to worry about. You're good. Let's move on. You haven't checked anything off your to-do list, but your stress just got a little lighter and your noise just got a little quieter. And that's my goal for you. Today is only February. We still have so much of this year ahead and I want the best for you. I want your stress to be controllable by you. I want the noise to not get too loud that you just feel overwhelmed and anxious. No, create those healthy boundaries, practice those healthy habits, quiet the noise and control it. 
you have got this and I'm so excited for you. If you have any questions, I'm always here for you. If you're just like, you know, this sounds great, but like, I just literally have no idea where to start. Send me a message. I do one-on-one coaching and I would love to meet with you. And I'd love to just figure out how can we make this year the best for you intentionally, less stress, quieter, more peaceful, just all around healthier, however that looks for you. So I'm excited. Here's February. I just can't believe it. And I will talk to you guys soon. If this podcast helped, challenged, or inspired you in some way, I would love it if you'd do me a huge favor and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps me to hear from you and know how this is best serving you. And go ahead and screenshot this and share it in your stories. Tag me at Shannon Marquita. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-A. And send it over to a friend in a text who is ready for healthy changes in her life too. Let her know that this episode might serve her as well. I am just so grateful for you and would love to hear from you. Come hang out and let's connect over in my Facebook group bitly.com slash a fresh start or send me a message. I look forward to seeing you back here in a few days.